I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today Tamara has nominated Karen Rosenfeld for a Game Changer Award. And Karen is joining us now to tell us more about the great work she's doing with dogs and cats around the world. So, Karen, congratulations on your Game Changer Award and welcome. Thanks for taking some time to talk with me today. Thank you so much, Dr. Becker. It's a really a very big pleasure to be here. So if, if you will back up and walk our listeners and readers through how you became so passionate about animals and then had turned your passion into helping others who have dogs and cats that they need help with. Um, there has to be an amazing story behind your work. Yeah, it's a bit of a long journey back. I didn't grow up with animals. Um, and so, you know, I didn't really have any particular connection to dogs or cats or any other animals when I was growing up. Uh, but one day in my 20s, I was out working in the yard and I don't know, um, someone was walking by, a woman was walking by with her uh, her her German Shepherd Collie mix. And I just felt for some reason really compelled to go up and uh, see that woman and ask her if I could greet her dog, which I did. And I don't I don't know why I normally wouldn't do that. And I met this, this dog and he was just, you could just feel what a special soul he was. There was just something very beautiful about him. He was pretty, but there was, there was something else. And, uh, I got to meet him and, and, uh, then they went on their way and I walked back and continued to do what I was doing in the yard. And, um, something clicked in my head and over the next few days, it just wouldn't leave me. And, uh, I guess I realized I was really missing something in life, something very big to have to share your life with a, a another being that could bring so much within just those few moments of time. And then within about mm, two months, I I was living with my first dog and she was a German Shepherd uh, Malamute and she became my doggy soulmate. We did everything together. We understood each other and um, she was just amazing. We'd go hiking in the mountains together and she was just this amazing soul. I was very, very lucky with my first dog, uh, you know, and that's what started it. And I had myself always tried to live a healthy life and a, you know, very natural. And I didn't like conventional medications and, and I didn't understand why you know, for her, the healthcare and the food, pet food industry pushed so much um, things that didn't make sense that I wouldn't want to put in my body. And I didn't understand why I would do that to her. And at the time, there wasn't really anything out there on, you know, how to naturally feed your, your dog and care for them. And so I had to create that for her, you know, using my instinct and what I did for myself. And that really started the journey to where I am today. Eventually, when she passed away, um, I won't cry. It's been many years, but it's still, she was very special. Um, I ended up with a pack of uh, 11 rescued dogs from, they ranged in size from four pounds to 80 pounds from little Pomeranian to Chihuahua to Chihuahuas to, uh, um, German shepherds and pit bull mix. And, and everybody needed to get along. They all came from, 
situations where they, you know, experienced uh, abuse and severe neglect. They had health issues, behavioral issues, and everybody needed to get along. And I was a single mom with my kid and I needed things to work. So, you know, I just never thought about it, just pulled things together and made things work and made sure they had long, long, healthy lives. And that's how it all started. And would you say that your your natural intuition to keep yourself healthy, of course, and then the extends to your family, two and four legged, would you say that it, it that I don't want to say neighbors and friends, but people in your community started realizing that you have this deep commitment and passion oh. for the animals? <laughs> and no. Okay. I just thought crazy dog lady. And uh-huh. yeah, and you're no, there was no acceptance in the at all like that. I, I truly was alone in, in what I was doing. And, uh, when I I'd actually walk my pack of dogs together, you know, all 11 from the littlest to the largest and (laughs) people would cross the street because they'd see German shepherd boxer pit bull. And it would register with them that, you know, I was walking them with a four pound chihuahua, uh, a Pomeranian, uh, you know, uh, uh, an eight pound chihuahua like people just know there was nothing like that and and healthcare and the way that I brought them up uh, uh you know d- doing you know a, a natural diet and, and people didn't get it you know yeah. they they just didn't so and, uh, who, but but some people had to get it because I'm at some did. point you started getting questions I mean at some point people were like hey I did yeah I, I mean did. you're 100 percent right in yeah. that sense I started getting questions um it was really more the internet that brought that right because i i guess i they did i mean people people um yeah in the community started well my dogs behave like this and my dogs are experiencing this health issue it's how it started but it wasn't an explosion of it right yeah you know, yeah it, it it was a slow uh, growth until it really picked up and you know and i'm got on the internet I created a, my first website and that's where um the connections came mm-hmm. more with <clears throat> when I when I got that first website up it wasn't really local in the community at all it was getting that website up and um then first uh of course getting people in the 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 region and, and then um worldwide yeah uh, and at least for that part was a happier, you know, body and right away, but it just, I know. know. And, and I think that oftentimes with, um, common sense approaches, I think is what I'm going to call it. Uh, when common sense approaches to anything aren't necessarily, um, you're meet, you're met oftentimes with a lot of fear, antagonism and fear and confusion and uh, aggression, but yet in every same thing, when I, when I applied to to open an animal hospital, I called it a proactive animal hospital. And the Illinois Veterinary Medical Association was like, there's no such thing. And you're going to go broke. And I said, well, no, I'm just going to build my practice one client at a time. And they said, oh, we'll see how that goes. Well, I did just build one relationship at a time. But over several years, it grew quickly, I think partly because common sense medicine does resonate with a sector of humanity. And those are my people. I think those are also your people. So yeah. So people in your community were like, you know what, 
there is this woman with 11 dogs and she is, um, she's got valuable insights that could help me. So you started cultivating relationships one, one at a time. And right now, Karen, would you say that you, you probably work with way more people outside of your area? I don't, I I work with very few people in my area. My largest client base is in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love my American clients and I love the American market because of anywhere in the world, the access to the best choices, the broadest choices, the biggest spectrum is U.S., right? And um, I find my American clients are really just so open-minded and Mm -hmm. it's so yes, um, U.S. is my largest base. U.K. Um, I have clients, of course, everywhere in England, in uh, India, and um, mm-hmm. North America, South America, just Europe, and yeah, Canada. Mm, not my largest base. Yeah, yep, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. Well, here's in one way what you have lived having. Um, I have, I'm licensed in Canada for medicine and you are correct. There's a massive difference in resources and tools available to my U S clients versus my Canadian clients. There's it's, it's like literally two different worlds. And so, but out of you having to get, I'm going to say really creative because of your limited resources living in Canada, you're able to help other people in other parts of the world also with limited resources yes. still effectively help their dog. And that's yes. such a beautiful and important gift, really yeah, important. Be, and, and I think you nailed it. It's that creativity. Yes. You have to be so creative and Canada, the resources, um, access to say, you know, all the herbs, nutraceuticals, it's good. It's not anything near like the U S and, but then yeah, when you're working with somebody in India, in, uh, sorry, in India or, you know, Costa Rica or wherever it is, Trinidad or um, is somewhere in the European Union, you know, uh, the smaller countries, it can be, it's a lot, it's a lot to source things. And over the years, of course, I've um, really, you know, I have a huge base of resources, but I get so excited, like a kid in a candy shop when I find you know, a new resource or something um, to, to, you know, help expand that. It's, uh, it's like a kid in a candy shop. Sounds stupid, but no, I get it. I get it. And what a beautiful gift you're offering your international clients out of your own experience, which is wonderful. Karen, what do you love most about the work that you're doing? I think it's probably very much similar to you um, to, you know, to sit back and, and look at, you know, I, because everything I do is conventional medication free. I really need to sit back and look at the depth of details about the dog's background and current situation, because the devil's in the detail and the fixes in the detail and to really get into that and find out all the layers that have, and and then I get to work with healthy dogs too, but you know, uh, which is wonderful, but, but you know, to look at all the layers of whether the dog is healthy or experiencing issues and let's see what's going to possibly cause trouble in the future and what's led up to massive problems and pull that apart so that I can then take everything out and rebuild and create something that's life-changing for that individual animal, whether it's to sustain 
their health throughout, you know, maintain their healthy state or deal with complex and complicated issues. It's, you know, and and to, to make that life-changing comprehensive thing. And often it's life-changing for the um, dog or cats, humans too, because it gives them so much insight into how they look after themselves too. So it's, 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 you, you really are doing um, whole family unit healing and support you and you're starting maybe with a four-legged creature, but your ability, you're by working with the animal in the home, you're improving the health of the home over and over. And that has to be very fulfilling for you as well. uh, I never, I don't get to think about that aspect of it very much, but I think the way I think about it is that when I'm focused on that individual situation, I put my heart and soul into it. It means so much to me in that way. And the other part, I, I, I guess I, you know, we don't, I, we don't have a lot of time often to stop and think about, I guess, how it relates back to us. Yeah. This gives me, I guess, that little, that opportunity in a way. Um, it's not something yeah. I have much time to. Yeah. Think about. Yeah. I, I totally understand. I think we so, just aren't kind to ourselves that way. Yes. Yes. Do you find yourself, um, well, first of all, for people that are hearing this and say, I live not in the U S and I am having problems finding resources or support or anyone that can help me. Uh, if people wanted to learn more, Karen, or to find out more about resources that you could offer, how would they do that? Um, my website, um, if you go to my website, uh, it, it really, like I'm a detail person because I want people to understand what it is that they will be doing when they work with me. My website provides a very detailed um, in, uh, view of what is my, what are my natural holistic wellness services. And um, there's a good page that about me that gives an insight into my philosophy of care for my client animals. And of course there's the behavior side is in there too. So it really gives you a good insight. And then, of course, my blog site, there's a lot of articles on there um, for natural um, health care, diet, nutrition, personal care choices. Uh, and there's a lot of DIY stuff, a lot of recipes so that people can really see um, they can do some they can do self-help and they can also see get a really good idea of what it is that I'm about. And and what it is that I do for my client dogs, no matter where you're located, it doesn't matter to me. Um, that's what I will do, you know, and, uh, and for our podcast listeners right now who are not watching this on video, Karen's website is ottawavalleydogwhisperer.ca. And Karen, are your blogs also on that website? There's a different yeah, yeah. web. Yeah. So I have um, the website, which is an entity on its own. And then I have the blog site, which is a, another site. And the blog site is ottawavalleydogwhisperblogsite.com. Um, okay. Wonderful. And of course, the social media, the Facebook, the Pinterest. And, and is, is that all on Ottawa? I'm bad with my Twitter account. I just use it mostly for petitions like awareness or petitions out there for you know animals and environment and stuff so that one it's like not for everybody but my my facebook uh my facebook and my pinterest i post my articles on there um that are for people to 
um, self-help with their animals. It's beautiful. Karen, if you could share one thing with the world, if you, if there's one thing you would want the world to know, what would it be? Um, just to be, just to allow yourself to move forward with your, the best for your dog and cat, be open-minded. Um, because when we're not, it stops us from evolving to where we need to go to be able to do better for our animals and ourselves. And it's that open-mindedness that really starts the journey and allows you to go where, you know, you, you, you need to go to make things better for your animals and yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing because it's the little key that turns the cogs and allows you to move in those diverse places where you can collect all that and, and find, you know, yourself and myself and people like us. Right. And it's just so important. And when you don't have that, you shut your, you shut that window down and you can only go sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Really brilliant, profound, and just pragmatic advice in that by remaining open, by just allowing the door to crack gives you other options and just being open to opening a door or window in terms of perspective, ideas, thoughts, different directions, different modalities. When we are closed-minded, we have very few resources and options. And when we are able to expand our mind, we can expand our ability to evolve and change. And that gives us us more tools. But that's really sage advice, especially for people that are overcome, I think, with fear. And that's our primary reaction when we have sick anything in our lives that we love desperately is fear. And fear can sometimes pull that door closed and lock it. But remaining open is such an important thing for our ability to make the best decisions as guardians. And you help people with that process, which is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, And it's just something I love to do. Uh, And it's a fascinating thing, you know, and I do a lot of research. I'm always researching. It's like, again, that kid in the candy store, right? Always searching for what else can I do, you know, for to expand the, the palette, you know, for the individual, because every, every single dog and cat is an individual and their situations are unique. Right. And the family situation is unique. So, well, we are so thankful, Karen. We're so thankful that your chance bumping in to probably, um, a, a little angel with wings, Unlocked, literally unlocked this, I'm going to call it a career, unlocked this passion in you that has afforded you the opportunity to be able to help so many other passionate pet parents around the world be better and more knowledgeable at their jobs. And what a lovely gift that you're giving the world. I'm also, yes. And I got to meet someone who I, you know, uh, I really appreciate meeting and uh, it was a lot of fun and that doggy led to that too. So, I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. And I'm so thankful that one of your clients, Tamara, took the time to nominate you and afforded us the ability to learn more about the great work that you're doing. Karen, thank you for spending a little bit of time this morning talking with us and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. You are changing things around the world and we're so thankful that you are in the community doing it. I really appreciate Dr. Becker. 
Thank you.